It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast is brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Simmons Bank, the U of A Little Rock Campus Marketing and Communications, and West Rock Coffee. And welcome again to the corner of 3rd and Rock here at Dugan's Pub. It's the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Joe Foley, Trey Schaap with you. Darren Walker, the head coach of the men, will join us at the bottom of the hour. For Joe Foley, it was two wins at home last week, a win over Tennessee Tech, 61-45, to and then a win against Tennessee State, 42-36. to And, Coach, we'll start with the Tennessee Tech game against the Golden Eagles. They were predicted to win the Ohio Valley Conference this season going in in the preseason poll. And uh, your ladies played probably one of the better games they've played this entire season. I think it was the best overall game we played all year. Defense and offense both. We had a really good offense tonight and a good defense to follow it up. And that's the reason we got a good W over. Well, when you when you hold a team to 45 points, and I mean, you've been holding teams down uh, below 50 points. Only one team scored over 50 points against us this season. That was Tennessee State, and they didn't do it Saturday at the Jack Stevens Center. They did that the first time we played them over in Nashville. Uh, but you held them to 45 points. Rebounding was the same. It was 40, uh, 35-35 rebounding, but your assist-to-turnover ratio, and I know we talked about that last week on this show and what Jaya Smith has meant to this team from the point guard perspective, 18-9, 18 assists, nine turnovers in the game against Tennessee Tech. You forced them into 15. Anytime you can do that, you're going to have a pretty good chance of winning a basketball game. Uh, there's no doubt. And, you know, I thought our defense, uh, our game plan, I thought worked really well. I, you know, they, they got some good shooters. They're, they're very good shooters. I think they only made three threes. And, they, you know, they attempted, what, 20? Made two of 14. Two of 14. Tennessee Tech and did, yeah. So, uh, you know, that was the key is we knew they wanted to shoot a lot of threes, and we were able to keep them off the three-point line. So without saying too much about what the game plan was, because I know we played them on Saturday at their place, kind of a quick turnaround, the fact that we played them last Thursday and we're going to play them this Saturday. If you can give us a little bit but not go into too much detail to where if they come back and try to listen to this to figure out what you did, what did you do defensively? Well, you know, we, we knew what their sets were. And, you know, we made sure that they didn't get into their sets where they wanted to get the ball. And anytime you that's you know, that's the key to, to taking people out of their offenses. They've got favorite things that they do really well. And if you can take them out of that and make them beat you, what I say, beat you with their left hand, then they're a good ball club if they can do that. So I thought we took them out of their sets where they wanted to score from and made them try to score from different areas. A lot of times I see players come over to you in practice, specifically Jayla Brooks this year, Jay Smith, even Tia Harvey sometimes, and she'll say, now which way does she like to go? Yeah. You like to force them to go opposite of the way they like to go, their most dominant way, correct? Exactly. A lot of kids are pretty dominant-handed, and that makes it a lot easier to guard. The kids, you know, I'd rather have, a quick kid, if I'm going to defense somebody, have a quick kid that can only go one way is kind of a half speed or mediocre speed, but can go both ways. Because if they can go one way and counter you the other way, that's hard to guard. That, that for anybody to go one-on-one anymore 
usually the ball handle is so good on this level that if they can give you a counter, you're in trouble. You're going to have to help a little bit. But if a kid can only go one way, you can usually take it. It's kind of like a baseball player with a fastball. If you only got a fastball and not a curve, they can sit on it and wait on it. So it's kind of the same thing. You're not going to be on the mound very long it's, either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, when, when you have a player or a defender that can do that and kind of basically tell that other player, I'm not going to let you go the way you want to go, and then – as a guard, doesn't it help knowing where your your help's going to come from as well defensively? Well, you know, that's one thing I learned a long time ago when I started in college and, and watching, you know, Indiana and, and all the guys that I were watching tonight, Krzyzewski and all those guys. And, you know, all they talked about, and even the higher up you go, I heard Derek Fisher one time was talking about the pros. It's all about knowing where your help is. You know, you're not going to be able to stop a great player one-on-one. So you got to know where to kind of push them. you got to know that there's going to be help there. And that's what I think a lot of teams and a lot of people miss is everybody. I, heard, I even heard a college coach say one time, if you can't guard them one-on-one, then you're not going to be a very good team. And I'm thinking that goes against Knight and Krzyzewski, both yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Because if you don't know where the help is, you're in trouble because you're not going to stop everybody one-on-one. I've got a question. It comes down to, tech, uh, I guess, a technicality because you can put your arm – on a player, you just can't put your hands on them to try and steer them. Correct? Well, you can't extend. You can't. You can't arm bar and extend it. It's got to be a, to your body, and that's where kids get in trouble. Is they start extending that arm, and they'll call that on you. But anytime you touch somebody, they call it hot stove. You can measure once, just barely touch and hand off. But anytime you double touch or two hands, that whistle's blowing. It don't matter if it had anything to do with the player or not. That whistle's going to blow. It was a physical game against Tennessee Tech, wasn't it? It was. It was. And I was kind of surprised that you don't ever know in officiating. Some nights, you know, we go play, and like that night, there's not many fouls called. And then you can go play again the next night, and you got a different set of officials. And, man, everything is called just like that. And that's, yeah. to me, that's what keeps the game kind of, to me, it, it, it takes it away from the players because you don't ever know how you're going to be able to play. And, all they talk about, you know, every year, the officials, you know, it's going to be consistent from the East Coast to the West Coast. And, you know, it's never consistent. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not it's even not. consistent in the same conference. That's you right. Know? You're exactly so, right. So, you know, they can tell you what they want to. But, it's, you know, and I tell our kids every night, and I said, hey, you got to see how they're calling and you got to adapt. You can't just go out there and say, okay, this is the way we, we do it and this is the way we're going. It's, you can't do that. And anybody listening to the radio during the games, especially my wife, she tells me, okay, you need to quiet down because I can tell you're trying to get on the officials because they're not calling it the way you think it should be called. Well, I get my reactions from you. When you get up and you start yelling, then I'm like, okay, i got to help him out a little bit here. You, you, need to, you need to. You're part of the team. So you, don't, you don't need to get on us now. I mean, but, no, that's, you know, sometimes you try to help the officials understand that, you know, as long as I've been in this, you know, and, and I just don't like to see a, a game where it's interrupted all the time with a whistle. To me, that's there's got to get a flow going. Yeah. Let them get up and down the floor. And, you know, if you need to call this foul, call that. But don't just every time down, every other time down the floor, just call somebody bumps or touches, call a foul. Because, it's you know, it's, it's a game that, you know, you got ten great athletes out there and they're moving fast, there's going to be some bumps. I mean, there's no way. My wife was able to make it to the game Thursday. My daughter was not. Arden was not. And so uh, my wife and, and, and daughter, my wife Amy and daughter Arden, they like to go back and watch film is, is what we call it. We'll pull up the ESPN Plus broadcast after the game. If there's something that 
of significance to watch. Sometimes we just like to watch good basketball, and we see that a lot with your teams. But uh, as soon as uh, the Tennessee Tech coach decided that she'd cross midcourt, Ooh. my wife sent a text uh, to the to the two of us to a group and said, "Oh, we got some film to watch tonight." <laughs> and so when she got over there Friday night, we were watching film. Have you ever seen a coach do that? That's the farthest I've ever seen one get. Uh, you know, I thought she's going to guard somebody. <laughs> I looked up and I looked at Weed and I said, man, she's hot. <laughs> she was hot. But she, I don't know what for. Uh, she, was, she was trying. There was two things I thought. She was she was trying to get the officials to call a little bit more contact. And she was trying to get her kids fired up. She was trying to let them know, hey, this this game's getting out of hand. If y'all don't change your attitude, this is going to be gone. And it, it kind of backfired. And sometimes it does. But I... You got to give her credit. She was trying, and, and she's a good person. I know her personally, and known her for a long time. And I don't think she was as mad as what she was acting. But I thought going that far out takes takes a little nerve. It <laughs> Cause, does because you could get ejected for that. Yeah, <laughs> it does take some nerve. We'll t- step aside. We'll come back with more of the Little Rock Coaches Show right after this. Stay with us. Stepping into the unknown. It can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home, and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock Fine Dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. 13 years ago, we had a vision to help farmers in East Africa make a fair wage on their coffee crop. Today, we are one of the largest providers of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients in the world. From our humble beginnings in central Arkansas, we are now transforming the industry and serving 80,000 customers in 56 countries. We are West Rock Coffee, making a difference one cup at a time. West Rock Coffee is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. See what else we have brewing at westrockcoffee.com. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC.
Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. Welcome back to the corner of Third and Rock, the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, Little Rock Trojan Basketball, brought to you by UAMS Health, proud to be the medical provider for the Little Rock Trojans and fans across the state. We've got a good group here at Dugan's Pub tonight, and Coach, we were talking before the break about that an unfortunate technical that was called against the Tennessee Tech head coach. He came across midcourt, and I thought you'd come that far across the court. I'm surprised they just didn't go ahead and tell the head to the locker room myself. Um, but when that happens, you, you had made the layup. Brooks got fouled. She goes to the line, hits the free throw, so that's three points. Then you bring Nikki Metcalf off the bench, who hadn't missed a free throw all season. She was 11 of 11. Now she's 13 of 13. She hit the two technicals. Then you get the ball, and you scored as well. That's – I'm no good at math. That's seven points on that's, one trip down the floor. That's seven quick points. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I, I was happy to see them. Too. I bet you were as tight as that game was at that point. Yeah. So you get to go into the media after the game. You don't come up and talk to me. I get to talk to you before the game. I get to talk to Coach Weed or Coach Brazel after the game. And if we win, I usually bring a player up. But uh, the media, I'm sure they asked you about that. They did. And it was funny because we're sitting there and, they, you know, they, they were asking me. They said, okay, you know, what did you think when she went across half court? And I told them what you know what I was telling you about. I think she was just trying to get her team and all this, you know. And, and they kept on and said, you know, and I always got funny. The night in Shashesky, I always like listening to them because they always come up with quick, you know. Little. So I'm sitting there, and they kept going. I'm thinking, let's get through this, you know. And he kept asking me, he said, well, when she lost her cool, don't you think that affected her players? And, you know, you, you how do you stay so calm? And how do you – why didn't you get frustrated? Why don't you – then don't you think your kids feed off of you? Why don't you ever? Why didn't you ever go out to? I said, look, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just died laughing. I said, I'm old. I'm too old to do that. Or what they? Or you could have said, you ever come to practice and see me in practice? Yeah, because exactly. that's where you get after them in yeah, practice. Exactly. You know, because it practice. It, I've heard you say this, and the good ones have said this. Practice needs to be tougher than the game because if you can do it in practice then you're not going to have any issues once you get on the court in the game. Yeah, I always tell our kids, if I'm not making practice hard in the game, I'm not doing you all justice. So, you know, I want to get things done. Where when we get in the game, it seems like it's at a slower pace. And so we do a lot of things, five on four, six on four, where it makes it a lot harder to do than what it would be in a game. And I think that helps our kids adjust to that. Well, you stayed in your seven-man rotation there. Nikki Metcalf only played a minute, 54 seconds, but everybody else was in – uh, Faith in the 20s. She was kind of in foul trouble early. She finished with eight points in the game. But Sally Corma led the way, 22 points in that one. Jayla Brooks, 13. Tia Harvey had 10 um, in the win over Tennessee Tech, a 61-45 victory. Nice win there. And then, well, I it, wish we could get three kids in double figures every night. If we could well, I was going to say that, because that then, then on Saturday it didn't happen that no, way. You didn't. had one player in double figures. Yeah, she was a, a good one. Yeah, and that's the reason the game was in the 40s. <laughs> and that, that's the one you expect to be in double figures every night. Well, we hope so. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a uh, 42-36 victory. I'm going to read these uh, these uh, stats here. First quarter, shooting. 
for Little Rock, 2 of 16 Ooh. from the floor. Tennessee State, 3 of 11. I would rather watch paint dry Dude, than watch that. It was 6 to 4 uh, after the first quarter. I looked up there and I thought, Lordy, Lordy, you know, <laughs> who, who wants to watch this right here? You know, and, and that's, you know, the kids were trying, but I mean, that second game on Saturday, it's tough. It's tough. You know, we, you turn around, you don't. You know, you got to get stuff done on Friday, and you got to get up early on Saturday and, and try to play at one o'clock. And that just makes it tough when you're playing two games less than, you know, forty-eight hours. That, but you know, it does kind of get you ready for the tournament. It does get you ready for the tournament. You did force Tennessee State into twenty-one turnovers, and oh, by the way, a thirteen-seven second quarter. Uh, third quarter, they won it by three, seventeen-fourteen. Was a close game, and then your ladies came on in the fourth, eleven to six. Uh, held them to just six points in that fourth quarter, and that's where the game was won, 42-36. Little Rock wins it, 36 points. When you hold a team to 36 points, if you can hold them be- below 40, I think you would think that you're going to have a good chance to win basketball games. Well, you should. You should. Anytime you can hold a team in the 40s or lower, you ought to have a good shot at winning. But, uh, you know, we struggle ourselves scoring, so I'm not going to say it's automatic because it's not. But, uh you know, we pride ourselves on defense, and I think this conference is understanding. You know, everybody talked about our defense before we come in, you know, and what we did in, in the Sun Belt. And, you know, we've always led the conference in, in scoring defense. And, you know, I felt like that we could come into this conference and be a good defensive team. But uh, you still got to have some offense to win. Well, you're especially good defensively, and you are leading the conference on the defensive side of the basketball. And this week it gets tough, uh, a road trip. Uh, probably our furthest road trip of the season to Moorhead, Kentucky. Uh, Moorhead State on Thursday. That game is slated for a 5 o'clock Eastern time tip, so it will tip at 4 o'clock here um, in central Arkansas. We'll be on the air at uh, 345 for that one, followed by a trip to Cookville, Tennessee, and Tennessee Tech. Uh, We'll talk about those two matchups when we come back, plus some quirky traveling with this week as well. Simmons Bank is the official sponsor of Little Rock Trojan Women's Athletics. We'll be back to Dugan's Pub. Coach Joe Foley, Trey Schaap, it's the Little Rock Coaches Show. Back with more after this. Stay with us. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. From the day's first cup of coffee to an afternoon pick-me-up, West Rock Coffee Company provides coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the world's most iconic brands, keeping you and your team fueled all day. As a global company grown from strong roots in central Arkansas, West Rock Coffee Company is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. From crop to cup, West Rock Coffee is committed to transforming the beverage industry. Learn more at westrockcoffee.com. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you 
for many to come. Visit Baptist-Health.com to learn Pot more. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. Welcome back inside Dugan's Pub, the corner of 3rd and Rock here in downtown Little Rock. We're here every Monday through basketball season. And uh, we're even scheduled to do one on Monday before the uh, tournament. So hopefully we will uh, be here talking about both the men and women heading to the tournament. We're here with Joe Foley. I am Trey Schaff. And, Coach, this week we spoke briefly on it there before the break, telling you that Little Rock's at Moorhead State and at Tennessee Tech this, uh, this upcoming week and weekend. It's a Thursday game, and uh, because of the travel, we're going to fly out on Wednesday morning, but the bus is going to leave tomorrow, so we've got to pack tonight and get everything ready for it. And then we're flying into Louisville and bussing over to Moorhead. There's no easy way to get to Moorhead, Kentucky, is there? No, nah, I've never been there. So this I gonna, haven't either. This <laughs> be first I've been to Kentucky, but not Moorhead, yeah, Kentucky. I've been to Louisville. Been to, you know, so all I know is, again, they say it's, what, two hours from the airport? I believe so. And then we got a bus after the game. We're going to bus four hours back to Cookville and then be there from Friday to, to practice. To practice Friday, Friday morning, yeah. kind of like so, what we did with the Eastern Illinois. Right, right. And it's just a little bit farther, which I think Eastern was, what, two and a half? Yeah. And this one's four. But, you know, I, one good thing that we pointed out is at least we gained an hour. That's so, right. So that'll help a little bit. So By the time you get to Cookville, right. you've gained an hour. No right. doubt about that. I didn't right. even think about that. Weed, I mean, weed's on top of weed it, Weed stays it? on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that uh, it looks like we might see again on this trip is the white stuff. Might be a little bit of snow in Moorhead, Kentucky. I, I just hope we get out of here. I mean, wouldn't you know, we've had to do that before. When we went to Texas, was you, you was with us? I was on, not with you then. You wasn't with us then. We got to the airport, and it's foggy, and we couldn't ever get a flight, so we ended up just having to jump on a bus and drive in. And the yeah. bus was already down there? No, it, we had to get a bus here I got to you. take us down Well, what there. about this situation? I mean, we've got a bus that's already going there. That's true. We might end up with two buses. <laughs> <laughs> let's but hope not. Let's, let's hope, hope we not. get out. <laughs> Delta Airlines is able to make uh, make the flight for us and everything. But Exactly. Uh, what do we know about Moorhead? Uh, well, what's, what's film on them this weekend? And uh, they like to shoot three. Got two quick little guards that like to penetrate. One of them's their leading scorer, so she's a pretty good jump shooter around the lane. 
and they like to penetrate and kick out for threes. So, you know, we, we see a lot of that anymore. And then defensively, they're kind of like us. Uh, you know, she's she's right around there with Coach Beard and Knight and them. She grew up in that, that area of Texas and things. So she likes to coach good defense. They're a good defensive ball club. And it'll probably be a, a, a you know a close game because both of us will probably play pretty good defense. I was working on some stuff for the game today, and I noticed that she was at uh, Angelo State. Right. That's where Chris Beard was before she, he came to Little she Rock. She got to know Chris. She was there, and she was at a junior college right outside of, of – uh, Lubbock, and so, you know, like I say, uh, she knows the game well. She teaches the game well, and it, it'll be a well-played game. Be a, Like I say, it'll be a defensive battle. And then uh, Tennessee Tech on Saturday, and I asked you before the game against Tennessee State, being able to, you know, have a little bit of knowledge of them, this is a team that's not going to be hard to recall because you just played them a Thursday ago when you play them on Saturday. That, that don't happen very often in a conference either. I, you know, I don't know the way they do things because I'm just in you know, a new conference. But, you know, it's that's a quick turnaround. to have to play against somebody that quick. And, you know, it helps in a way that we're traveling and don't have a whole lot of time and playing them on Saturday. So at least we have knowledge of who the players are, kind of what they do. So it will be a pretty easy refresher. Now, to do the same thing that we did to them here, not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. No. You, don't, you don't get two shutdowns like that against a good team. Uh, they'll they'll be out for revenge, and it'll be a, I'm sure there'll be a good crowd, men and women. And, you know, they beat the men here two or four, wasn't it? It was a two-point two point game. Yeah. So I'm sure it's gonna be, they're going to have them fired up, and it's going to be a tough tough situation. Yeah, 75-77, or 77-75, they won. Little Rock had a chance at the buzzer. Right. Uh, couldn't get the shot to fall. Um, and then it kind of gets crazy schedule-wise because uh, a week from Thursday we're on the road, but then we're back home. And then the week after that we're home, but then we go on the road. Yeah, you got those split weekends. The split weekends back-to-back. And, and that's what I'm not used to doing. I yeah. Know, I mean, I don't I, I don't understand that. I mean, I don't We had know. that at the beginning of the season, Exactly, too. but I'm, I'm not sure why you do it. You know, I don't understand why you can't have travel partners when you got ten, 10 teams, got your travel partner, you play two teams on the road, two teams at home, I, you know. To me, that causes a lot of travel and not a lot of coaching. Is I that mean, something you might bring up at the coaches' meetings oh, at I, the I, end of the season? I, that I'll you def- might say, like, hey, look, can you can someone explain this to me because I don't get it. Exactly, and I, and I don't think any other coach likes it either. I mean, you know, why would you want to be playing in St. Louis one night and drive home and play here on Saturday when you could just play those two teams up there and stay up there and – you know, get it, don't get it over. I with. can tell you why you don't want to stay in St. Louis, but I you don't want to hear my answer. I love St. Louis. <laughs> you don't want to hear I, my answer was, about why you don't want to stay nice in St. Louis. You. I didn't bring up Dallas or anything. And here Dallas you is a great town. Yeah, but you see what kind of teams they have. <laughs> <laughs> the Mavericks, they're pretty good, right? The Stars, they're Car- pretty good. St. Louis Cardinals, all you guys. Are we talking football or something? Uh, yeah, they uh, lost, <laughs> and we're devastated. My wife was ready to buy tickets to Philadelphia. She was ready to go to the game and everything my brother-in-law sent us pictures from out there in santa clara and we were just like oh and then after the game he's like well "Well, that didn't that didn't fare so well this is dallas area and everybody loves the football you know but you know to me they're gonna have to do something i mean that's it's 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 the same thing every year i'm right there with you coach i've been saying it since he (laughs) threw the picks against jacksonville you're not a football coach but you can tell coach but i know how what insane you can can judge talent (laughs) i know that you can judge talent there's there's no question about that. Uh, 
back at the Jack Stevenson, the fact that you're able to win home games, that, I mean, that's got to give a shot of adrenaline to your players as well. And the fact that you see the crowds the way they were. And uh, we haven't even really mentioned and dove into Sally Corma. She had 22 against Tennessee Tech. She had 25 against Tennessee State. If if I'm voting for Ohio Valley Conference Player of the Week, it's got to be Sally Corma. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, she, she had two great games and – She's getting better and better, She's getting the stamina back, starting defense-wise, starting to move her feet better. So, you know, we hope to get her ready. Uh, you know, I said it'd be February, and it might even be a little earlier, but uh, thank goodness that uh, she's playing as well. And some of the other ones now need to start stepping because she's going to draw a lot of attention in the second round. Yeah. I mean, it's, you could see it the other night. They started cheating to in that zone. They were playing that 1-3-1. They're starting to cheat towards her. and leaving people open. They're going to have to knock down those shots. There were some times in the second half against Tennessee State where you were able to get the ball down low against the 1-3-1. You kind of slashed or you, you pulled the, uh, the the low uh, forward up and you were able to slip Faith Lee or Tia Harvey back behind it. Right, right. And, you know, that, that you know, he plays so many different styles. And, you know, people, and, of course, us, they know it's man-to-man motion offense. So everybody says, you know, well, you know what the – these guys, they're all pressing, they're all doing this. And so, you know, I, I think it's more of an advantage for this conference than it is for us because we got to learn nine new teams. They just got to learn one. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through this phase where, okay, we know what they're going to do. We kind of, you know, used to. I, when we play, we are going to play Troy. I, I know what they're going to do. You know doing. what they're going to do. Go play Lafayette. I knew what they were going to do. So you, you didn't have to study near as much film. But uh, now you have to every, every night you have to kind of, all right, I've seen this coach do this. i see this coach. So you kind of got to gotta make, be ready to make changes. How's your film study been? Because I know you watch a lot of film, and I think it's, the last road trip you watched a little bit too much. Well, that, that, <laughs> that can happen. But like I say, it's it's tougher right now because I don't know these teams. Mm-hmm. Just like Moorhead, you know, I've never seen them play, so I don't know the personnel, you know. If you've been in the conference, you know, okay, these guys are seniors. I've watched them for four years. These guys are all new, so I'm trying to figure out what each player does. I'm trying to figure out their sets. I'm trying to figure out their style of play and what they're trying to do. So it's a lot more load this year than it will be next year. Back to Sally real quick. I did ask her on the post game, do you feel like you're getting more in basketball shape as the day-by-day goes along? I think And she so. said she did, and she said that oh. uh, she could feel it defensively too. I, I didn't know you'd said that, but I just me watching, that's kind of what I'm seeing is she's getting more comfortable, more fluid on the floor, and, you know, every once in a while she'll still throw up on those. I was going to ask, <laughs> is there ever a chance, is there ever a time with her where you where she's about to shoot and you're like, no, 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 Sally. But, I mean, you never know. It might go in. Exactly. And, she, you know, that's the thing about shooters. There's never a shot they can't make. And, you know, that's the mentality you kind of got to have. And sometimes you just got to let one slide. And that's – she shot one over there. I don't know if you remember right in front of our bench falling out of bounds. Inside of the backboard. Yeah. And I said, Sally, set your feet. Well, I asked her – we had it on film today. I said, what was this? And she said, I heard somebody say I had to shoot. And then I heard you say, get your feet set. <laughs> but she knew. I mean, we all laughed about it. But, you know, that's what I kind of – you know, you kind of want your other kids to understand too. If you're going to be a shooter – you're going to take a bad shot every now and then, but you've got to have that feeling that every time you shoot it, it's going in. And yeah. that's that's what the, you know some of them don't have yet. They don't have that confidence. You don't have to worry about her confidence. She can miss 10 in a row and still thinks she's going to hit another 30-footer. You know, so. Exactly, and that's what we like about her. And I, I, I've heard you tell Faith Lee before, too, quit falling away while oh, you're yeah. shooting the basketball. Yeah. You're trying to get her to jump into it, not – 
shoot if she's falling backwards. Yeah, you know, Michael Jordan got paid millions because he was one of the few that could do those fall away, you know. Fade away jumper. And, 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 you know, he just, they don't understand. But he understand, practiced it. I, I say, they don't understand that he grew up spending 10 hours a day in the gym shooting the ball. They, they want to shoot for 10 minutes and go home, you know. Yeah. And they still think they can make the same shot he did. The fact that you moved the girls, the, the ladies, so much closer to campus this year, do you see them in the gym more than in, the, in years past? We have. Uh, they, they have a tendency to have to practice because they don't, you know, have to worry about catching a ride and, and getting them back out there. And, you know, a lot of kids have mentioned it to us before about, you know, I, I'd like to get in the gym, but, you know, I don't have a way. Or, so, yeah, I think we've seen some more, you know, and hopefully we'll see some more here. You know, practice has been pretty long because – you know, but this time of year, and I told them this today, you start cutting back on practice a little bit, but you have to get more intense each week and get ready for that, you know, set play that in March where you got to perform well. So you kind of got to get in that routine. Okay, you don't – and to me, this is the time as a player you want to be a player because practice gets shorter, you're playing more games. All right, don't have to worry about coming in and staying for two or three hours on the floor. I can get in, get out, and let's go. And, you know, that's what you want the tournament to be. No doubt about it. Well, we're going to be heading to the uh, western edge of the Appalachian Mountains. And used to, we'd go to Boone, North Carolina. That was 3,333 feet, I remember, because there was a sign yeah. right there. You had they, to see it. They tried to psych you out. They tried to that. psych you out before the game even started. Exactly. This place, I don't think they're going to try and psych you out before the game starts, but you're going to be uh, close. I mean, the cold weather might try and psych you out, too. But yeah. uh, we've already experienced that, so – Hopefully it'll be a good road trip uh, this week. I hope it will. You know, the schedule is kind of, you know, we had we played six at home and four on the road the first semester, and it's just the opposite of this. You know, we got six games left on the road, so we get two of them out of the way, and then it's back to four and four. So, you know, that's the way it is. There are only four more games inside the Jack Stevenson Isn't that amazing? This year. Isn't that amazing? You know, you, you get started, and it seems like, okay, okay, man. And then all of a sudden you look up, and it's about over. That's what Amy was telling me this weekend. She's like, do you realize this season's going to be over before we know it? Yep. yep. And it is. It is. I, I mean, mean, the conference tournament's going to be here in a couple of weeks. You said five weeks earlier? Five weeks. We're done with this. I mean, you know, we're in the tournament. It's over. Well, best of luck this week, Coach. Looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully it'll be a good trip Thanks, uh, to Kentucky and Tennessee. Thank you. That's Joe Foley, head basketball coach of your Little Rock Trojans. Daryl Walker, the head coach of the Little Rock Trojan men, will be in the building next. We're at the corner of 3rd and Rock here in downtown Little Rock, Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Stay tuned, everyone. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, live fearless. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home, and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock fine dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. 
to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof detective. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn Pot more. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Welcome back into Dugan's Pub, the corner of 3rd and Rock in downtown Little Rock. For over 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield has helped Arkansas residents. Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield live fearless. Daryl Walker, Trey Schapp with you, the head coach of the Little Rock Trojan men. And, uh, Coach, a nice win over the weekend on Saturday. I like to call these get-back games. You get back the team that beats you, and you were able to do that against Tennessee State. 89-77 inside the Jack Stevens Center. One team that you got a chance to get back this week is Tennessee Tech. You had a had a chance to win that one at the buzzer, and they were able to uh, win it 77-75. And, but I think the way your team bounced back, even after that tough loss, to win against a team that just shot lights out against you in Nashville was really telling about your basketball team that, hey, they might be down, but they're no way out of this race. Well, first, to talk about a little bit about the Tennessee Tech game, I told my guys afterward that they had took a step forward mm-hmm. uh, because we had four or five games at the last media timeout. That could be at four minutes or 350. It all depends on when it stops. We either were up one or down one in four games in a row, and we wind up losing them. Even though we lost against Tennessee Tech, that four-minute mark in the timeout, DeAnthony Gordon said, hey, it's the, four minutes, the last media timeout. Let's go. And we did have a chance to win the basketball game. We didn't win the basketball game and bounce back against Tennessee State. But I thought they played extremely well against Tennessee Tech. You like to break it down, I believe, don't you, in, in, in four four-minute segments, mm-hmm. the, the first four, the last four the first half, the first four the second half, the last four of the game that are really crucial, important parts of the I, game? I think the last 359 of, of, of the first quarter, the first five minutes. First five. And that second yeah. half, you gotta, whether you got a lead or don't have a lead, you gotta, you got you to come out firing. And then the last four minutes, are you going to execute, get good shots, and not turn the basketball over? And we had not been doing that. And like I said, we're either up or worn 
or, or up one or down one. And uh, the Tennessee Tech game, I saw, I saw, I saw the guys take a step forward. Even though we took a loss, I saw them take a step forward, and that continued on to the Tennessee State game. You had a 34-30 rebound advantage against Tennessee Tech. 16 assists, nine turnovers. Uh, they went to the free throw line uh, 19 times, made 11. You guys only went 11 times. You made seven. Something doesn't seem right about that. You're inside the jack. You should go more than them. That's just me talking, not you. But C.J. White did have a double-double for you. He had 13 boards and 11 points. C.J. has been doing a great job of really rebounding the basketball. These last three or four games, he stepped his game up. When our guards play well together, they don't have to get 20 apiece, but when they play well together, anywhere from 12 to 14 points apiece, we have a good chance of winning the basketball games. It seems like for me and what I've been able to see, and I'm no coach, but your guard play seems like it's getting better. Well, It's, it's been, been up it's, and down, been, but it seems been like it's down. been better this last week. I, I called DJ and CJ into my office, I think, before the Tennessee Tech game a couple of days before and said, you two guys got to play better. If we're going to have a chance to win, you guys got to play better. And that's not going out getting 20 points. We have to know that you're out there. And they played well against Tennessee Tech, and they definitely played well against Tennessee State. Uh, but they stepped their games up. And that's limiting turnovers and getting play assists, solid and defense. Pushing the basketball. And, yeah, pushing the basketball. Uh, I, I, you know, we're in half court. We're probably on a scale of 1 to 10 half court execution. Just playing half court basketball, we're probably a 5 out of, out of 10 right now. But you're talking about getting up and down the court. We're probably a nine out of ten because we, really, we really play well in the open court. It seems to me like your team likes to push it. Yeah, well, we got a lot of guys that can run and dribble and go off the dribble, can shoot the ball and make plays. So it's best that we are up and down instead of half court most of the game. And let's say this too: you were without one of your studs against Tennessee Tech and Myron Gardner. Well, you you keep forgetting about Big Nigel. Well, uh, Nigel uh, John as well. well. You, Nigel's ever been a six nine and a half, six ten, and he 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 was out with COVID, and uh, we missed him because I figured that he could attack. Tennessee's Tech's team because he was going to be the biggest guy on the court, mm-hmm. and he and he, we got a late got a phone call early in the morning from our trainer saying that he had COVID because I knew he was going to be out the game. I knew Myron had the flu, so uh, we were shorthanded. But the ball moved, we played well, and we had a chance to win. And the best thing about it, we didn't give the game away. They beat us. Yeah, them, they do. They beat us. And then, well, you've got a chance this Saturday to yeah. get them back on that one. We'll oh. talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the win, eighty-nine seventy-seven over Tennessee State. Tennessee State a team that just shot lights out in their gym. Uh, it, uh, we talked about it, too. I mean, they just came out. They blitzed you over there. Well, it was, it was no contest. They made 14 of 25 from the, from the three. They couldn't miss. No matter what defense I went to, they still made shots. And uh, before, we, before we played Tennessee State, uh, I, I came in the locker room a little bit earlier, maybe 10 minutes earlier than we usually get started. And I basically showed the first half of that Tennessee State game about how they just came out and blissed us, and we owe them one back, and we came out and kind of did the same thing to them. Before the Tennessee Tech game, a little birdie told me that uh, you kind of let the players uh, do some video clips, and they kind of did their own film session themselves. What did you learn? What did you want them to learn from that? Well, we got a young basketball team. What is it, 350 D1 schools? Mm-hmm. We're 300 and number, 309 or 311 in experience. You know, you look at the Anthony Gordon, I keep telling people, you think he's a senior. No, he's probably played 40 games. You think Myron Gordon's a senior. No, he's probably played 40 games. And you know DJ and Jordan Jefferson hadn't played a lot of games. So we're young. I wanted them to break the film down, make an edit with the video guy, let me come in with them and watch what they put together. So so we did that. And to be honest about it, they did a really good job of breaking the edit down for the good things they did and the bad things they did. And so we all kind of went over it, as, a, as, a, as a team, and it was it was good for them to do that. I was going to ask, so they did they did they well. Set, they, they passed set, they, the test. They sat there and they broke it down just like the coaches do. Uh, this is bad. You got to be over here. You got to do this. And so 
when I when I came in and sat down and said, okay, put this edit on, let's go through it, they were able to talk me through it, which was good. That like, has like, to like, give... like coaches. Right. Like coaches. I want, right. I want my players to be like coaches on the court. No doubt so, about so it. So letting them break the film down instead of me breaking the film down all the time. No, you break it down. You play. You guys tell me what you saw. And that, so that has, was pretty good. That has to help you, though, as a coach, right? Because oh, they now picked they can it out. see it. And, and they picked like, out everything I would have picked out, good and bad. Right. So right. They, they were on and, point and the with film, it. the film doesn't lie. The film doesn't lie. So they, <laughs> they were on point with it. They did a great job with it. Uh, the win over Tennessee State, 89-77. You said that they were 14 of 25 from behind the three at their place. They took 28 three-pointers at our place, only made seven of them. So, uh, we, did, we did a really good job of staying at home with the shooters and not overhelping. Unless it's... Let's be honest. They they just this is one of those games where they just shot the daylights out the ball. Yep. In Nashville, Tennessee, and I just felt if we guard them and stayed at home and kept people in front of us, that we would have a good chance of winning a basketball game. And uh, we moved the ball. I don't know how many assists we had. You had 19 assists. Almost almost, almost 20 assists. If you mm-hmm. get 18 assists in the game, that's a lot of assists. We moved the ball. We shared the ball. The more anything else, we really pushed the ball up the court and we made shots and they didn't make shots and the reason why they didn't make shots because we were all over them no doubt about it they were 25 percent behind the three-point line 28 of 68 for the game from the floor that's 41.2 percent you guys 29 of 52 55.8 percent from the floor you have to like that number. I like the number. The reason why that number was high, I don't know what the points in the paint was because I left my stat sheet in my folder. I've got it right here for you. Points in the paint, 42 for Tennessee State, 46 for your Trojans. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of points in the paint because we were pushing the ball and getting some easy baskets. So I know everybody in today's game is all stuck on the three-point line. And I don't think we made that many threes. How many threes did we make? You made three. We made three threes. <laughs> three so, threes, three so, of 11. So those points in the paint and really pushing the ball, we probably had 20-something Fast break points because we were out there on the break a lot. I will say this, though, 28 of 37 at the free throw line. Yeah. That's a very – when you can get that many shots at the line, you can make 28, you're doing something yeah, well, right. We, we, we should make some. We shoot enough free throws in practice. Hopefully right. in the game that can right. carry over. But that also goes to the fact that you're trying to drive the basketball. Well, we were correct? attacking the rim. I think you got you got Myron that can go off the dribble. You got CJ. You got DJ who was going off the dribble the whole night, Jordan Jefferson. We got a lot of guys that can go off the dribble. And we were – we were really pushing the basketball. Myron Gardner still didn't seem like he was 100%. He did play in that game, seven he, points, six rebounds. He, he, he was sluggish, and, and it's funny because we, the first seven, eight, nine minutes of that first half, we got on the roll. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to sub at all until that roll stopped. And Jordan Jefferson picked up his, his fourth foul, and I had to sub. I didn't see Myron. I saw Izell first. So I went with Izell, and we continued to go on the roll. And I didn't wind up putting Myron in the game to, to nine minutes left. In the first. I totally forgot all about him. Well, I mean, he, he played well, and you talk about the four he fouls. He still played 20, almost 30 minutes. Yeah, he played 25-40 is okay. what Gardner played. Uh, Jordan Jefferson played 18-34. He did have four fouls, so the fourth foul, but he only – that's all he got. He yeah. stayed at four. Yeah, Jordan, uh, Jordan's going to have to play better. I looked at his stats for the last three games and a long talk with him today that he's going to have to play better because he's one of our most talented players on our team, and he has to play better. He's more than capable of playing better. From a coaching standpoint, when you get that stat sheet – during a game, during a timeout. What's the first I never, thing I never, you look at? I never look you don't at the, look at it? I never look at the, the stats during the game. I've been doing this all my career. I can tell what's going on <laughs> without, looking at, without right? looking at the stats. So and, then and, when you get it in Nash, Nashville, I was like, well, they're, they're killing us from the three-point line. And I, right. I don't need a stat sheet for that. We're not, right. And we're not making any shots. Well, I was told their stats broke over in Nashville. Well, oh, Maybe I, they shot them out oh, because oh, of the no, three I knew they were killing us from the three-point line. So When you get it post-game? I look at rebounds turnovers mm-hmm. and assists mm-hmm. and field goal percentage what, what is the team shooting and they were shooting in the 40s and we were shooting in the 50s so I, 
I knew we had a chance to win the basketball. Because those are the things I look at. Rebound, how many times we turn the ball over. That's important. How much do you bounce off of your assistants throughout the game, just in-game situations? Or is it is it a group effort, or is it just here, here's what we're going to do? We're no, going to go it, off the game plan. I mean, I think it's always a group effort. I've, I've delegated to my assistant coaches at times that they got to have at least three or four in the game plays that they know up and down. Hodge got to have one, Bay Cavs, and then I have some. And sometimes I would say, hey, I like that play we ran in practice. Draw it up for the guys. So it's a – you know, I'm not one of those coaches that's my way or the highway when it comes to my assistant coaches. I think guys have to develop as coaches, and that's my way of helping develop. No doubt about it. He's Daryl Walker. I'm Trey Schapp. We'll be back with more. We'll talk about the tough road stretch coming up for the Little Rock Trojans this week. Off to the great state of Kentucky and then Tennessee. I call it the great state. It's, 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 it's a state full of horses. We know that. And hopefully Little Rock's Trojans will play well over there. We're back after this. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. 13 years ago, we had a vision to help farmers in East Africa make a fair wage on their coffee crop. Today, we are one of the largest providers of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients in the world. From our humble beginnings in central Arkansas, we are now transforming the industry and serving 80,000 customers in 56 countries. We are West Rock Coffee, making a difference one cup at a time. West Rock Coffee is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. See what else we have brewing at westrockcoffee.com. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home. 
and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock Fine Dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. Welcome back inside Dugan's Pub, the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Darrell Walker, the head men's basketball coach. I am Trey Schaap. Trojan basketball sponsored by Pepsi. It's a choice of UA Little Rock. Looking at the Ohio Valley Conference standings, Coach, there are six teams tied for first at five and three. You're two and six, but you're, this race is nowhere close to being over. I think it's wide open. If, if we can go on a four or five game winning streak, we'll be right in second or third place, and I've told my guys that. And, you know, we got three games on the road. And, it, and let's just be honest, it's, it's time that we buckle down as a, as a young basketball team and win some games on the road. It, it's far from over with. It's, it's wide open. Uh, I basically think 12 wins will get you to uh, the OBC regular season championship. And yeah. so we're, we're capable of doing that. And uh, it starts uh, this uh, Thursday night, uh, Eastern time zone. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll lose an hour going over, but we gained it on the back end coming back. But uh, Moorhead, Kentucky, what do you know about Moorhead? Well, they're, they're, they're well coached. Uh, they're, they're a solid team. They've been in the OBC for a while. Uh, they got, got that one big guy that's about 6'11", 7 feet, who, who's solid. they got some guard play. But we definitely can play with them. I've watched film uh, today, three three uh, films on those guys, and I'm going to watch a couple of more films tomorrow. That'll be five. And at this time of the year, it's basically about what we do offensively mm-hmm. and defensively. They're going to they're gonna run stuff that we see every day. It's going to be pick and roll defense, side pick and roll, high pick and roll movement without the basketball that's why you have your defensive principle so you can just go play and not worry about what the team runs because you know how you play side pick and roll you know how you play the post you know how you get back in transition defense so i'm concentrating more on what we do offensively and defensively to be honest about it and then getting ready for tennessee tech too i mean it's a tough turnaround because you play so quickly after that first game on saturday tennessee tech and cookville tennessee a team you lost by two points right the fact that it's so close together that it's not much of a recall for the guys no right? it's not we'll take off after the moorhead state game we'll get there we'll gain an hour i'd rather wake up i'd rather get there at two or three in the morning and guys can get in the bed and we wake up late on in the afternoon and we already be there as we have a late practice that day anyway so it's no big deal but i'd rather be there already the tennessee tennessee tech i shouldn't have to show any film just just show some of that game and go out and be ready to play we know what they're going to do your travel is just like the women's travel it's crazy this time of the mm-hmm. year when you're doing this you're flying up to chicago and then into lexington it's about as close as you can get an airport to moorhead kentucky then but, drive over yeah and then bus over but you know the chicago o'hare airport like the back of your hand mm-hmm. don't you i don't fly i, I I don't go to Chicago O'Hare Airport. I'm a Midway guy. Oh, you're a Midway guy. Yeah, O'Hare, okay. is, O'Hare is just too much. Too big? It's, it's just too much action going on in there, man. <laughs> and, and, and flights are always delayed in Chicago. You're O'Hare. right. So I'm a, I'm, I, I tell you what, I rarely fly into O'Hare. I'm, I'm strictly a Midway guy, as much as possible. I don't know if I've ever asked you this before, but I know my wife is listening, so I have to ask, White Sox or Cubs? Yeah, man, you kidding me, Cubs. Okay, I need you to help me out here. It's Cubs, man. Coach, I've been on the season ticket waiting list for 12 years. And? Wednesday, I get to select my seats at Wrigley Field. Well, I hope the team's going to be pretty good when you get these season tickets. I hope hope the team's going to be good. I hope they will be, too. Can you tell my wife, hey, Trey needs season tickets? No, no, it's, it's a great, let me tell you something. Uh, I've been there one time. It, it's a great, it's a great venue. If yeah. I get season tickets, you're going it's more a, than it's once. A, it's a great baseball's too slow for me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, grew, I grew up wanting to be a baseball guy. I mean, you had Ernie Banks, Joe Pepitone, Randy Huntley, Ron Santo, Ron Santo, uh, Ken Holtzman, Johnny Carlson, Jim Hickman, uh, Don Cassinger, Ron Santo. 
uh, Ernie Banks. That was my team. Leo DeRocha was the coach. That was that was my team. And I remember as a young kid how they lost to the Miracle Mets uh, to lose hey, to Penn. And I ain't gonna never forget I, that. So I, I know. I, I've, but, been, I've been a Cub fan all my life. Did I like Dick Allen with the White Sox? I did like Richie Allen, but okay. uh, I've always been a Cubs guy. I like him even more now. Mm-hmm. Not just the fact that you're a Little Rock coach. You played for the Bulls. You're an Arkansas Razorback as well, being in Arkansas. But you're a Cub fan. You're yeah. good with no, me. No, I'm a Cub. Always have been 100%. a Cub fan. 100%. Always have been a Cub fan. Grew up on Andre yeah. Dawson, all Ron Say, guys. Ryan Sandberg. All Ryan Sandberg's getting a statue finally outside of Wrigley. Is Field. he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, going, I'm going back to the old school guys, Kessinger and Callison. Jim Hickman, Ernie Banks, Pepitone, Hostman, Randy Huntley, Santo. The greatest that game crew. ever Billy, played. And I, how about I forget the great Billy Williams? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the greatest game ever played on a Wednesday in November was played in Cleveland. The best game seven ever. Well, I That am, was 2016 I, 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 when the Cubs won the World Series. Well, yeah, well. I, <laughs> that's, 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 it was overdue for them to win one. Yes, it was. It was and I'm overdue. glad they did. I might have shed a tear that night. Uh, tough travel, though, but uh, it's going to be a good week, hopefully. And uh, like you said, if your guys can get on a roll, we can get it's on amazing roll. what can happen when you, you start. You can it, start it'll snowball, it, 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 won't it? Can, it can snowball, and you can just run some games off. So uh, it's going to be make or break. We need to go out here and win some games on the road. It's going to be tough, but uh, you've got the team that uh, we, can do we, it. we got we got enough talent to go on the road to win. we just got to close games out. We've been on the road at the last media timeout, either up one or down one. So we've been in games. And like we've been down 20 points. We've been in games. I brought it up with Preston last week when you were on the road recruiting. The fact that uh, just so close at Eastern Illinois, and then one dunk, and then an alley-oop it's dunk, over. It's and over. then another dunk, and I think your guys were deflated. Yeah, They're it, like, oh, it's, my gosh. It, it, it's over. Well, C.J. White missed two putbacks right at the rim. Right. Missed it, got it back right at the rim, missed it again. They went down and got a dunk. And that, that will deflate you, especially when you're on the road. How do you try to build their confidence up, specifically on the road? Well, you just I, – I, I've been in so many basketball games. I try to tell these guys to just go out and just play. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't look for no calls. I said, you're not going to get I them. said, you guys don't see me acting. <laughs> you, you know, I don't act too crazy with the referees because they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna miss some calls. You know, I'd rather keep them in my, in, in my back pocket instead of screaming and hollering at them. And, you know, you've got to play through some things. We did a four-minute segment today of in-the-game in the game stuff, and I was refereeing. Didn't blow my whistle on purpose on a couple of calls. And the guys were looking at me and saying, hey, man, you're on the road. You have to play through play that, through man. It. You have to play yeah. through it. I like Coach Foley. One time he said, all right, the defense gets to call all the fouls. Yeah, there were no fouls called. There were no fouls called. You have to play through it. Uh, it's snoo- suits and sneakers week for uh, college basketball coaches. I know you're not going to put on a suit again, but you do like to wear some sneakers. And you know a guy that can get you some pretty good good looking sneakers too i got a pretty good closet of some sneakers so i'll, I'll figure out what to, what to take on the road i'm sure they're gonna be flashy right maybe that's crazy but they'll you'll be able to see them that's for sure <laughs> you'll be able to see them yeah. for sure oh mj can send you some no, shoes he, now. Uh, i got i got enough shoes at the house i'm good on that part <laughs> always nice to have good friends mm-hmm. in great places no, it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all trust me and uh, I know you were talking earlier about Keith Jackson being in the state of Kentucky. There's a lot of bourbon over there as well. I mean, some people might be taking bourbon tours over there. Uh, uh, I know we won't. Trust me, Mr. Keith Jackson definitely has taken a bourbon tour over there. He's, <laughs> he lives right across the street from me, and I'm not a bourbon guy. So, you know, he, he likes to sip on a little bourbon, so I'm sure he's going to bring some good bourbon back. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were going to bring him any nah, back. But you I said, no, know. he's over there on, nah. on a trip, so he's going to bring it back himself. Uh, I'll let you guys have the brown stuff. <laughs> you can get some here at Dugan's Pub <laughs> uh, next week if you want to. Up to 50% off your freshman tuition right now and fees. Visit ualr.edu to learn more. You can get that for 
uh, next fall, the summer sem- semesters that are coming up. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, six teams tied. We talked about that in mm-hmm. the top of the, of the standings. And then after this week, Coach, it's two on the road, and then it's two splits. Oh, it's, it's madness. I know you don't like the splits. It is it is what it is. We just got to go play. The schedule is what the schedule is. Everybody has to play it, so we just got to go do it. No doubt about it. He's Daryl Walker. I'm Trey Shapps. Same place, same time. Next Monday, let's go Trojans. Get two wins on the road this week. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast was brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield.